Thank you for joining us for live paranormal radio. From the paranormal to the unexplained, it all happens here. It all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in our live video chat 24-7 with our live paranormal radio show hosts and other like-minded people. Live. Paranormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by Full Interaction Media. Stop by now and join the fun. Stop by now and join the fun. It's Raising the Vibration on the Live Paranormal Radio Network. Please find us at LiveParanormal.com, iHeartRadio.com, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Podomatic, Player FM, Blog Talk Radio, the list goes on and on. I need to memorize them all, but so far I've done those. I'm your host, Sheena Metal. I'm a psychic medium. I'm an interfaith minister. I'm a 28-year talk radio host. I'm a performing artist, and I come to you live every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Pacific time from my home in Southern California. This show is about peace love, kindness, and unity. It's an outreach of my nonprofit movement, RaisingTheVibration.org, that I founded in 2016 after my mom passed to carry on her teachings, both spiritual and humane, all the good stuff that I was raised on, I pass on to you. She believed the world needed more peace, more love, more kindness, and more unity, and I agree. With this show, the cornerstone words are ascend, evolve, inspire. Yes, I use love twice because how can you not? Basically, what are you doing to raise your own vibration? And how is that vibrational ascendance leading to your own spiritual evolvement? And then what are you doing to take these two wonderful things that you have amassed, new ascension and new evolvement, and inspire others, in essence, to bring the elevator down and bring up 100 people? What are you doing to make the world a better place? So every week on the show, I gather folks that I believe to be the brightest and most beautiful minds and hearts and souls in the paranormal community, the spiritual community, the entertainment community, my uh, faith-based community, and also the world of give back. And we talk about how do you make the world a better place and what is your passion and what is your service? My guest today is a wonderfully talented performer, singer, songwriter, spiritual being, and I just adore him. Uh, please welcome to the show the wonderful Adrian Christian is here. How are you, my friend? It's good to hear your voice. Hello there, Sheena. Likewise, I'm so thrilled to be here and so happy to be with you. You know, Sheena, you're a good soul, and that's why I'm here. Thank you, honey, and you too, and that's why you're here. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Souls attract, good souls attract each other. Exactly. Like attracts like. Let's talk a little bit about something that we haven't talked about before on a show, because you've done many shows with me, not this one, but many. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's talk about gratitude that you do on Facebook. Are you still doing that? And what number are you up to now? I am 2,158. And and today's gratitude is being on your show. Oh, I love that story. Okay, mm-hmm. so how did it start? And it's, and it start- yes, see, reading my mind, I'm thinking the same way. I'm I'm learning to just, you know, sit back and listen, you know. Um, 
I, uh, but I was thinking of, of that. Um, just uh, there's there are different faith based faith based communities around uh, us and in and here in California. And I happen to know a lot of people in the recovery community. Now I'm not um, in recovery or part of that community per se, but but I but I I've known that they have kept gratitude journals and. And and someone said to me, one of those people said to me, you know, you really ought to make one. And I said, you know, I think you're right. I think it would be uh, a great way to just uh, um, serve out that energy and thus. And so that's exactly what happened. And it changed my life. And I started with some simple things. And I don't have a specific uh, – I've learned that there's no right or wrong in writing the journal. It doesn't have to be a bulleted list. It could simply be whatever comes off the cuff when you wake up in the morning or when you are in the midst of your day and you go, oh, that is, that's gratitude. Oh, that's, you know, and I get signals and signs throughout the day that let me know that I'm alive and that, and that I am actually receiving great gifts. I love that. That's beautiful. But it's hard to remember to keep up with every day, right? Because I think it's easy to come to a place of ascension, Adrian, of evolvement, of uh, bliss, of joy. It's hard to stay there, right? It's easier to get there than to stay there because then life intervenes and you have a hard day, you have a long day, you have a tough day, and you think, God, the last thing I want to do right now is post some gratitude thing. But you have kept it up for over 2,000 days, and I think that is so amazing. I don't know anybody who's kept it up for that long. I don't either, and the thing is that I just thought to myself it might make a really great book someday. People are telling me that because there's a journey involved in it, and you really do elevate to a different plane. And I, I will say to answer what you just said is true. Uh, there are days that it isn't as easy because true that it is easier to judge. Judging is easy. And so is um, getting in a funk. Those things can, you know, the world, things that can happen can set you down if you choose it to. But that's the amazing power that we have. We have the power to allow it or not. We, we can choose. That's the, the secret, that we can choose that. We don't have to succumb to something negative. We can actually walk away. And it takes more strength to do that sometimes because there is no changing someone else's mind. There's only what we can do within ourselves. And, and people respond to our actions much stronger than they respond to our words. So I found right. it to be, I, yeah, I found it to be immensely helpful. And when I am in that funk or I've been in that funk, like that, let's say, oh, my mother got under my skin or something like that. And, um, you know, cause I'm going to, I'm, I say, I say what I really, really feel. I don't try to mince the words. I, that's exactly what came to mind. So if that were to happen, when I take a breath and I set myself aside and I get alone in a space and then I 
think about what am I grateful for? But what is good about my life? But what is actually happening? But what is this really about? Oh, what is this trying to teach me? Then, boom, it snaps and it shifts, Sheena. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that exciting? Well, you know, it's kind of like healing, right? You have a cut on Mm -hmm. your arm. You can't, like, look at it or touch it, and it gets healed. But you can put antibiotic on it and wait for it to heal. And that's kind of how we are with our souls and our hearts. Healing comes over time. So if you're out there thinking... Cleansing and then time, exactly. Right. You think you can do one thing and the whole world is going to change then you're in you're setting yourself up for disappointment. But if you see how every little bit of, of celestial neosporin that you put into the world, if you wait you will see the healing and you have to be patient enough to wait for it, right? Oh, thank you for saying that, Sheena, because, um, yeah, and for your your listeners who I think are awesome as well, and they've also reached out to me in the past, um, a shout out to them. I have to say that some of those things, what you said about time is huge because it's sometimes I have to, I have a goal. Sometimes I want to accomplish something or I want um, my energy to resonate with the world, but it's not in one action. Sometimes it's a series of ap- actions that you're chipping away at and you're working on it and working on it and working on it. And then finally something happens, it accumulates and then boom. And that's what happened with my new music video that I just released this week. It was accumulation for the last couple of years of getting this film made. And I never thought, I, 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 I only hoped, I wanted it to be really good, but I, I poured every bit of that energy field that we're talking about into that song, into that uh, music video, into that film. And then now it got released this week on YouTube, um, Adrian says, Christian, a song for you, and it's there, and now I'm feeling like a tsunami is coming back. Things, something I've been waiting for to see the result of, but sometimes you have to wait. Yes, 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 yeah, and, and you have to believe, right, that the time comes, it is the time for you, and it will happen. You know, there are Sometimes, because I, I just now 100% follow spirit. That's my thing. What, what spirit says, mm. spirit says now is the time and I go. I don't put expectations around things anymore. I just let spirit right. handle it. That was a very hard journey for a control freak Aries, but I have managed to pretty much get there. So sometimes spirit will throw something at me and I'm like, oh, I love it. But then say, you know what, but not now. This is not for now. No wonder I love you so much because I'm a... I'm a I'm a control freak Sagittarius, you know. So the Sag- Sagittarian and the Aries, which is really a great energy, right. co- uh, you know, combination. And and so and same thing I with my partner who's also an Aries, um, and just uh, oh, so a it. formidable person. Yes, and so the <laughs> so the yes, so the thing is that yes, there is a timing and there is a trusting and trusting that. The the idea that I oh this is happening right today I was I just had an orchestra session today with um, an engineer in Brazil and we do we work remotely and something that I heard 
done and recorded for me two years ago, I didn't appreciate it, but I heard it today. I left it alone, and I heard it today, and it was phenomenal. I thought, this is great, and it's better than what I asked for. So there's that trusting that what I asked for wasn't necessarily what was mine, you know, and what, what I got is much better. And then I was going to say something else, which is that, you know, the A Song For You video, who, which is uh, a short film uh, co-starring Rick Sudi Karatas and Don Robinson, both right. of them in the, in the short film, they, Rick has been hounding me forever about, like, you know, I tell him, oh, it's coming, it's coming. He said, what, what's coming? What film? Like, he, 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 he chose to forget it. <laughs> he got so tired of me. And then, but, but we wanted to release it in December, and we didn't release it in December because there were these Christmas songs that I did, one of them which I think you'd love a lot because it'll remind you of Karen Carpenter. But the other, oh, nice. um, but, but, a, but a song for you would not have had the impact in December that it's having right now. And it's good that I let the holiday pass and that it has its own place to stand right now. So there is understanding that things, everything in its time as well. Yes, and that's the most important thing because spirit knows when the most uh, impactful time is for something to happen. Mm-hmm. You have to believe that. And it's hard because, you know, I always blame acting school. When I was growing up young in acting school, and they would tell you, you have to go out, you have to grab it, you have to make it happen. Uh, you, you definitely have to be ready when it happens. But the yes. energy of throwing yourself against the locked door, right, of banging up against mm-hmm. the universe and saying, now is the time. Mm-hmm. And them spirits like, uh, yeah, I'll tell you when the time is. <laughs> well, I, I, I can only have, I can only have control over how much work I do, but I don't have control over the response to that work, and I don't have control over whether it's ready to be received or not. So in the meantime, I choose to keep working at it so that I can continually evolve as an artist yes yes you know what i always think yeah. of um have you ever heard that when we were kids and there was that foghorn leghorn cartoon it was this big rooster and there's some episodes of the show where this little chicken hawk starts following him around and thinks he's the <laughs> rooster and tries to with him right and he's like you know he's like, like a, a hound, hanna-barbera type of thing us and spirit right except we're like a 50 millionth of it and there's a scene where the little guy goes after Foghorn Leghorn, and he just kind of holds his hand out on the little guy's forehead, and the little guy's, like, swinging at the air. Kind of what it's uh, like yes. when you try to push the spirit to make something get done when it's not time yet. You're just, you're just throwing your fist in the air. Mm-hmm. And you're just throwing yourself I do think that sometimes, yes, I, I, you, I got to, yes, yes, I, I am humbled by that. Um it's sometimes it's because that we put the cart before the horse. Sometimes we do C before A and B and we jump yes. ahead and there's a, a, a tendency to be impatient with that because especially kids right now, they, they see, they watch 
you know, the Grammy Awards, they watch, you know, the TV shows, and they think, oh, okay, I'm just going to do something and boom. It's, but that takes years of developing to, to, to really um, materialize, to, to manifest who you really are because, you're, because when, we're, when we're born, we are discovering who we are. And that takes, yeah. that's a process. And, and so, so when I started in, um, in music uh, as a kid and, and as a teenager and I had a nightclub back and did all that, I imitated, I emoted other people. And I said, oh, I want to be like that. I want to be like that. And every time I did that, it was a no. The universe came back with a no because you are the only you there is. And you need to find out who you are. And so then when I began to, I had hints of it coming through the years of, yeah, that works. Yeah, that's a bit of you. That's a bit of you. And then the whole gay marriage thing happened in 2015. And then people started seeing me differently. So the world had a shift. And that, so I remained. But then I had to develop who, beyond being gay, beyond being LGBT, I had to develop and figure who I was as a soul, as a soul spirit, as a human being, you know, because being gay is not my, my whole identity. It's, it's an aspect, but it's, it's um, you know, and so I, I've got other things to say. I've got other reasons why I'm here. It isn't just because I'm gay. You know, um, right. and so and, and, and there are some people who maybe their purpose was to exude sexuality or to, you know, have sex or make porn or whatever it is. I, 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 I can't help. I can't discount other people who have a different path. But what I'm saying is, is that I had something to say that had nothing to do with that. And so I feel that it's. It's coming through. It's just beginning. And so this is, this is the first time, Sheena, um, with this film release that I feel that people are getting me. And that's because I'm coming through clearly. And you can't come through clearly until it's the right time. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I agree 100% about what you say about, you know, your whole existence isn't being gay. I wish some people believed that. Because um, mm-hmm. some people focus so much on things that are of the earthbound plane. You know what I mean? Yes. In your next yes. be gay? Probably not. Will you be male? Probably not. Will you be human? Uh, maybe. I mean, you know what I mean? Maybe, it, maybe it, not. It, right, it, exactly. In every lifetime, we have to experience different things. And we get happening to us in our earthbound life that we forget about our spiritual life. And it's a shame because spirit, when spirit talks, spirit doesn't care about who's gay or what gender somebody is or what they call themselves or what their name, how much money they have. Those are all earthbound concepts. Absolutely. And we're so locked into those concepts at this moment, especially with, you know, with all this new language that we're hearing of binary and, you know, and there's, there's a lot of language, but the reason for the language is for the sake of communication and understanding to, to help people get a sense of, you know, color 
of, of, of shades that are different, you know, and that's okay. It's just that, like you said, these are earthbound concepts and this isn't the be all and end all of why we're here. But I do, I do have no. to chime in about what you said earlier about the, um, about lifting in the, in the intro about lifting, what are we doing to make a difference in the world? And what are we doing to lift, um, other people up along the way? And I honestly believe that that is, uh, the purpose in life, in this life to actually lift others. And in, in whatever form or way that is that you do that by your presence. Absolutely, because we have a spiritual life and we have an earthbound life, right? And it's important that we evolve both of them in each lifetime and and find a way for them to work well together. So it is important that we get our, you know, poop in a group emotionally and that we come to terms with and revel in the wonderful things that we are and become a part of the communities that we belong to and help others every step of the way. But it's also important that we, like you said, we, we reach out to the bigger issues, the spiritual issues. What am I really doing to make a difference here? How am I, how am I sending that elevator down and lifting up 100 people? Um, That's it, exactly it. And so, yes, we have a, I have a friend who here. just uh, said very- the same thing to me. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, he, he, he said to me, um, there, you know, that, that I was the reason why he started writing his blog and that he had read, you know, he reads the gratitude journal and I, I hear from people every day that, you know, keep in contact with it. And, um, and he, and we basically, I said, if my light lit you and thus your light lit me back in the rest of the world, then we did something. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. That's what it's all about, right? I mean, it's... it's. Uh, yeah. And now, how long in your life did it take you to get this? I mean, is this something you always knew? Is this something you came to? What got you there? You know, how did this, how did this happen for you? I think that it was um, more of a... I had a near-death experience in 2012, as as you may remember, and uh, we talked about, but I, but you know, I was in Cedar Sinai uh, for three weeks, and it, I I had malnutrition. I had everything. My functions were down. I was really down to ninety eight pounds. I I really had a lot of issues, and I was in ICU, and and I realized that I brought myself there. And I had all this pang and guilt over it. And, but I made a decision to forgive everyone that I was ever hurt by. And I also mm. felt that it was so that I can be open to something new. Because when you're holding on to that, you are really just making yourself sicker. And it doesn't really serve yeah. anymore. It doesn't work. And so then... Um, but I did decide it was a decision to be open to the healing energy. And, it, and I did have that awakening in my life. And then from there, I, and I made some promises that I was, going to, I was going to 
go to the path that I was meant to be in. And I've always known what that path was, but I was not willing to tell myself that. I was too busy holding on to earthly concepts, the things that you said. And so then as I embarked on this, uh, you know, I, I always wanted to record. That was a passion. I always wanted to make music and and also you know an act because i had done that in new york and and film and tv and so um when i started doing that and i was starting to work with the producer and we recorded the first few songs all this through the music started awakening in me and it's it 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 was discovery and i was realizing how it was affecting other people. And then when I went on the road and I went on tour, you know, 50 cities across the country, 50 dates across the country um, from, you know, 2018 and 2019, right before the pandemic hit, um, I was in touch with people. I was singing and I saw with my own eyes the the shift of energy field for these people going to the elevator, bringing people back up. I saw it. People told me about it. People wrote me letters. I experienced this, and this was all part of that discovery. So every experience that followed really was, um, you know, that experience was what taught me. Yeah, isn't that amazing sometimes how we have to get to the the brink of nothing, right, in order to really see the importance of everything. And it's because we get blinded by Blinded by the bling, right? All the things that are bling in the world. We're like, oh, I want that and that and that and that. And we forget what's really important. I was blaming the world for not loving me. But the issue was, Sheena, I didn't love me. I was too wrapped up in doing things that were hurtful to myself that I was not really willing to fall in love, be... Um, you know, uh, I mean, I always had some friends. I have friends to this day for all these years, but I've never really, I never really thought of myself or allowed myself to to understand how special I am to to the power, which is God or or whatever one calls spirit, and so I, and and that we are all special, but that I was special too. In other words, I had this, I had this hang-up that everyone was special but me, that something was wrong with right. me for being gay, for being whatever, and for not deserving to, you know, coming from a family that was just, uh, you know, a lot of breakdown, a lot of, uh, you know, who doesn't have some dysfunction in their family? You know, everyone, everyone has dealt something. I believe it's what, we do to overcome that that defines us, not the actual thing that we have to overcome. So I, I think that when we, we are, and that takes courage, that takes courage to do and to be able to do. I was, I was terrified. I keep speaking about this video that, that, um, that we showed, that we shared this week because, because I was t- I held on to it, and I was terrified. Even now, I was terrified of releasing it. Why? Because it demonstrated the true me. I was completely transparent in it. And I was afraid that people wouldn't like me. 
And it went back to that old thing. And I decided, Sheena, that I was just going to do this. And, you know, you, you go right through the fear, and, and, and which is, you know, poison as far as I'm concerned. So I, um, but you use it. The fear exists in, in, in life, and one learns how to work with it. And so, so it was all this process of loving myself in a, in a healthy way uh, of, of saying, okay, I am worthy you know, and I don't need the validation of uh, of people, which is strange because I'm in show business and you have audience applauding and, you know, and people win awards for this stuff. And, but that's not why I'm in it. Well, well and also, yes, and also how many people, and this breaks my heart, how many people are up on the stages of, 20, 30, 40,000 people and people are screaming their names and giving them awards and they, they still can't see that they're worthy. They yes, still don't understand it's, it, Right. It's never enough. It's never enough. And I find it very interesting because a lot of the people that I grew up on, that we grew up on, that I admired, you know, there are people who, you know, went – down a road or, or they died or something happened to their health or something, you know, or, and we find out that they weren't who we thought they were. They were trying so hard to be appreciated or accepted. We have to accept ourselves. So yeah. I think that if I'm creating, if I'm creating energy through whatever the work is, whether it's a, piece of music or whether it's a piece of acting a storytelling um or if it's uh you know um, um music dancing you know uh interpretive whatever it is you know uh, i'm i'm this kind of guy that just i just got balls and guts and i just go and i go and i go and i don't care i just i just go in what i believe is right and i will fight for that and i will also fight for the 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 one who is oppressed or the one who is suffering or the one who is going through something i will fight for that person too you yeah. know it's, that's it's just who i am and it's important, it's important that we do that because there's so many people that make such beautiful art like you say so many people that that influenced us when we were kids and then you hear the stories about how unhappy they were and this is just yes. one of the things i've learned from that I receive from spirit from my clients every day. It doesn't matter how successful you are and it doesn't matter how talented you are if you're not happy. None of it matters. I mean, yes, thank you for making, thank you Mozart for making beautiful things for the world. But if you're not happy inside of yourself, it doesn't mean anything. Such a big, big, you know, I really appreciate you for for this conversation. I hope others are listening as well. Um, I I do think that you go look back and you go, what did it mean? You know, after all that, you wanted to prove that you could do something for what? What was the purpose? I'm actually working right now with someone who is in her 70s, and she um, music. Back in the 60s, she was part of a coffeehouse movement uh, of folk music, and she's going to release an album, and I'm helping her release it. And it's 
those songs we archived and saved, we got a hold of the tapes of those performances. And wow. and all she wants is, yeah, and all she wants is, and they're beautiful songs. And one of the songs that she recorded um, wound up becoming a hit for the Sunshine Company, and it was uh, recorded also by Linda Ronstadt and the Stone Ponies. So it was... Um, so she was a part of all that. She was around all those people, and yet nobody knows her today. But yet, that piece of history, you know, that really does – see, that was, a, that was the difference between an artist who really is doing true, you know, living their truth, and someone who is going through the machinery of fame and fortune and whatnot who is not happy. And you're saying – not, and these people wind up, you know – with substance abuse or, you know, with harming themselves or with some kind of traumatic ending because they couldn't live. They couldn't live up to that. You know, we can't, I, I could barely live up to Adrian Christian, you know, sometimes, but it's, but, but at least I'm navigating the ship. At least I am calling a spirit to lead me and guide me and doing the art, but I'm not, being navigated by a company or by corporate or by, you know, by the industry. So I, I'm fortunate that I survived all that. And, uh, and I think that, uh, that's, that's why if you're going to do art, if you're going to do something, it's just having the spirit aligned and, and having yourself in perspective, I think is really, really important. There, there are people out there that are doing it amazingly that are doing great work like pink you know, just released an album, and um, and she's she's exactly in tune with that, I believe. Um, and so I, I, so I just hope that people can recognize the difference, you know, and 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 not to say that you know that it's serious music. I mean, there's there's great joy in the joy of dancing and dance music and fun and, and parties and get and gatherings and get together with friends and family, people you love. That's what it's about. That's why, that's why I want to create music so that we can create community. But, um, but then there's also, you know, I say as long as it's authentic, that's really what matters, I think. Yeah, I agree. You know, I totally agree. And be authentic to yourself, but you also have to be authentic yes. to spirit because, obligation here to serve spirit and um, mm-hmm. part of that is you being honest about who you are and being honest in your intentions with what you want to share for the, with the world well, I, has you know, this, it's about uh, your past. yeah uh, has this uh, been speaking to you strongly more in the last three years since I've seen you because we did a Christmas show and then a month later you know, or so the lockdown happened a couple of months later, and 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 we and we didn't see each one another. But I would think that in these three years of this pandemic, it must have had an effect on your spirit. I think so. I mean, I think it it gave us all time inside of our heads to do some thinking and some soul searching. Um, I also think it when my entertainment life shut down, as everyone's did, my spiritual life kicked in. My spiritual practice got very busy. Um, I've learned a lot of things about how many people I can reach just on the Internet from being home, that I don't need to be out somewhere to necessarily be reaching someone. 
and that's a good feeling, and that's a nice thing to know. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's changed all of us and hopefully made us more spiritual because we've had a lot of time just to sit and listen to messages from spirit, right? We're not so distracted by the bling right now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it will body. transform true, and hopefully it will um, transform us to a place where when we do get together and see one another, I just recently, you know, did, um, you know, uh, an appearance for the 50th anniversary at the North Hollywood Church, and then I um, also sang uh, in one other at uh, one other event for an ordination of a pastor, um, and, and where I was asked to sing. And it was a shock to my system to actually see these people sitting in front of me after not being in front of people right. at all. You know, because I've been in a studio, working in a studio and working remotely. But, um, but hopefully, I think that it will help us see one another when we see each other again physically in person to see one another in a different light in uh in 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 the light where we are at now and that we could perhaps be a, a bit kinder to one another i agree a hundred percent yeah yes mm-hmm. uh, absolutely so more centered with each other and more on a on the same i mean if if anything convinced us that we're all in this together a, a literal virus almost took us all out. Yeah. I mean, more than anything, I believe the message from spirit there was to show us that at any time, any of us could have, the whole world could have been annihilated. And there was no one in the world that wasn't susceptible to COVID-19. I mean, you can say wars, you can say disasters, oh, that's happening over there, but it's not happening here. That's happening to those mm-hmm. people, and I feel very sorry, but it's not happening here. But but COVID, Adrian, was literally happening everywhere. So there was it no saying, everything. Oh, because it was happening here. It was happening everywhere. And it could happen to you. And, and it, sometimes people have right. to understand that in order to Sometimes for some people, people can be very selfish, right? They can be very myopic. Sometimes for people, it has to literally be happening to them, for them to understand that it could happen to anyone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I lost 14 people and oh, uh, that I've known. So yeah, that I've known. And, uh, and so when, in the worst of it, in the beginning, um, it was it was shocking, and then it was oh that happened, and you know it just also shows us how unhealthy we've all been too. I mean, we were compromised to begin with, and in, in, in certain aspects of people being with either asthma or other other conditions. So that layered with the COVID was going to really knock them down. It was going to take them, and so that's the thing you don't you don't want that and i keep trying to explain that to people it isn't you know we're not we think you know when we're 20 we think okay we could eat ding dongs and twinkies forever but it isn't like that and so yep. it's uh you know the reality is that you know as we age and my mother god bless her she's 88 years old she's just beginning to get 
back to see a couple of friends um, with her mask on. And, but she's been completely locked down for those three years, as I have been. And so, um, and she's, she's survived, good thing, knock on wood, you know, she's, she has survived. And, but she, she wants to be around. And it's, but it's, it isn't without its compromises, right? Because there's a mental aspect also of all this isolation and what it does because we're, we were meant to be, uh, you know, we were meant to be social with one another. We were meant to have contact and connection of some sort. And that's why I think your work is really important because it connects us souls uh, regardless of if it's right in person or not, and you've been able to continue that work. So, you know, uh, kudos to you. I have to thank you for that um, and what you do. I think you're thank awesome. And by the way, Rick Caratas uh, sends a shout-out to you. Oh, I love him. I saw him in the video, and I was very excited. Next time we'll play all the videos. This time we're just talking. Next time we'll have a whole big music fest. Oh. We'll play all your music. I wanted people no to problem. get to know you, who you are, since this is a new... You haven't been. No, I think it's great. It's wonderful that you asked to just have a chat. Are you kidding? Yeah. People need this. People People need communication. I mean, there are people like you that are still hardly going out, right? And they need to feel connected to other people. I don't know that we'll ever go out like we did. I don't think I will ever go out like I did. Really? Yeah. Well, I I tell you, you know. Yes, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm I'm an introvert that learned to be an extrovert because I had to for the entertainment world. Uh, it didn't take mm. me long after COVID to realize I was still an introvert and I kind of loved being at home. And now ah. that I've been here, <laughs> I don't know if you know, but I've I've moved back to my childhood home in Huntington Beach that I inherited when my mom passed. Oh my but it was goodness. Too and I came down just to fix it up to Airbnb it because I was so excited that Huntington Beach changed their Airbnb laws and I could Airbnb it. And I brought the cat and um, we fell in love with it. And now we're staying. So, um, wow. It feels and smells so much like my mother. I, I do my live videos at her desk. So uh-huh. it's, it's interesting. I, I'm going to fix this place up and then fix up my townhome in LA and then live back and forth because obviously I have so much family up there, friends that I don't want to let go. But um, yeah, yeah. I realized that I loved, I loved being in my home. I feel like uh, in 1991, I bought a home in Sherman Oaks and I feel like I was, I was there maybe an hour a day plus sleeping. And so yes. it feels so nice COVID to actually be in my space. And to know that all I have to do is walk over to my office across the hall and do all the entertainment work and all the spiritual work I need to do and still be in home with the cat who's very much my soulmate sitting on my lap mm. and just be mm-hmm. with my, so my two best friends are one is five minutes away. One's like 20 minutes away. So I have my family right here and it, it just right. feels good to just kind of be I think I spent so much time trying to make things that I didn't spend enough yes. time just being. Oh, I am and so I'm happy to hear this. Just being. You know what I mean? And also making a ton this of stuff. This makes I mean, me I've happy. This, yes. So much stuff going on. All happening in a way where I still get to enjoy 
being here, you know. And I think that um, it's wonderful. I think my L.A. friends are like, where are you? But it's, but as I said, as soon as I remodel this place and get up there, we'll work on that place, and then I can go back and forth whenever I want, and everybody will see me. Um, mm-hmm. It was something I had to do. I, I needed to have some time to just be for myself and um, and still have the time to share everything with the world that I needed to share with the world. And, and COVID gave me the opportunity to be able to do that. Um, I don't know that I would want to go back to a place where I had to be in a studio every day or I had to go to four nonprofit things a night or, you know what I mean? I loved that schedule, but I think I've learned since COVID, as I think all of us have, how good it just feels to be in your space. I'm going to be thinking about this conversation for a long time, not just, uh, you know, I do interviews quite a bit all the time and, and but this this one really gets me because that's a great gift that you just uh gave by saying that because i um i'm i'm really thrilled that it 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 puts me at peace which brings us back to the very essence of the beginning of this conversation of gratitude of you being able to say that covid-19 brought you into this journey so that you can really be better and well with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really, that. I mean, that is humongous. And most people are mm-hmm. caught up in the, Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't do And you're right. We spend a lot of time seeking and seeking or trying to reach things or trying to do things instead of just right. being. Explain. And I, I am, I'm sitting in my, I'm sitting in my office, in my home, and I have my whole camera, my things set up. My I, I got a I got a nice, you know, old-fashioned stereo system with a turntable and CD player and and yeah. and you know amplifier and headphones and and I've been listening lately to a lot of uh, a lot of the Elvis tapes, the early takes of his like just studio takes of alternate thing i i'm really into archival stuff and um and and i'm just fascinated with that in vinyl and i'm sitting here but i do a lot of my film edit work in here and then i also have my you know i'm gonna and then when i do have to go out to shoot or film or do anything i now have more equipment to do that but most of the time i'm here doing doing the work and, and, and putting out the content. And we are just, you know, constantly, well, we, we, I, we found out the same thing. I mean, my partner's always known that he's a homebody, but I found out, too, I found out, he says that you're more social than I am. You, you know, you seem to need people more than I do, but he says, but I, I find myself, I, I realized that I am a homebody and we both love being home, and it brought us closer, I think, than I ever thought I could be. We just had our 10th anniversary. And so it was just, um, yeah, I am just, uh, I'm well with myself and with what I, what I have and, and what I've been given. And, you know, there's been, life has, a, it's, 
you know, it's moments that are, you know, sad. I lost my, my dog of 16 years, passed away in uh, a year ago. Um, and he was with me the whole 16 years, you know, and, but I know that he had the greatest life and I feel that I was able to serve him, especially through the ending for whatever he needed. And then he was ready when he was ready and he was fine. And I was all right. You know, yes, it's, it's, it's sad. It is sad. And I do miss him every day, but I'll always know what that love was and I'm all right with it and I'm satisfied with it. No, I don't feel the need to, to replace him or have another at this moment. I'm, I've got my hands in so many things. I've learned so much about this love and this relationship with this, with this uh, beautiful animal that, you know, I, I used to bring him everywhere. I used to bring him, you know, to my, my shows, my things, I used to bring him everywhere. And, um, so people knew him, but I, I feel that I did something good for, for another soul, um, as he, as he was. And, and every single day I still, I still say something to him. He still, I still feel something shining on me for the life we had together. And now my partner and I, we, my hubby and I, we are both, you know, um, with one another, and I think it's richer than it was before, you know, and I sure. think that um, he is just, um, oh, he's just the most amazing, incredible. Sometimes he doesn't realize how beautiful I think he is, and he... Um, oh, I love that. It's, oh, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't see it, doesn't get it, but I see it. And, I, and I, we said something to each other the other day. It was about the fact that we, I think that our beauty shows when we're not aware of it, when we're not doing something, you know, to, when we're not doing something specific, we're just living and we're just whatever. And then and caught in the moment, wow, oh, he's so cute. Oh, he's so beautiful. Oh, he's so, you know, so I, I've been feeling... I'm grateful for what I've got and I don't feel, so I don't feel um, the weight of, yeah, it's, we have to look at why so much it was taken away from us of us being able to do things outside and everything. Um, And things will pass. um, How it will be later. Yeah. It's going to be different. Like you said, because kids are going to school in pre-K and kindergarten with masks on. We didn't grow up that way. That's a different dynamic right that's those kids are going to grow up and they're going to be able to tell the story about how they had to wear these masks you know that's their normal right now and um so something is different yeah but i feel overly uh at at the moment i feel optimistic about about this and i also feel how great it is that you found a peace through this experience Oh, absolutely. I think we always find something good through everything if we just hmm. look for it. And, you know, when I started talking about that during my Saturday night spiritual services that I do at, at yes. MCC, and now I do those online as well, um, it, people will get kind of upset, like, well, people are dying. And, and I mean, I've lost so many. I, I'm, I admire that you've counted. I haven't even counted, but it's, you know, it's a lot. 
and a lot. Yes, it is a lot. Exactly. You hear about it all the time, and some um, you're close to, some you're not. But yes, um, people would get upset with me. But but you know what? You you have to look for the good in the bad. I understand people have died, and I always say that. I understand people have been horrible for those that have lost loved ones. For those that have died, they're like, woo, we're home and we're free. But it is hard for those of us that are left behind. It's it's terrible. It's, and and when you were saying the thing about how many you've lost, I'm thinking, well, is that just the COVID? Because what about all the people that have died because because COVID has ruined our immune systems to the point that now mm-hmm. somebody can have stage one cancer and a month later they're dead. I mean, there's the fallout right. of COVID, right? It's like radiation sickness. It's the initial, and then it's all the years to come of which we haven't even seen yet. So in the midst of and the long COVID course, and the long term effects of COVID right. and the brain effects that's going to be later, you know, accumulating in exactly. other illnesses. So w- the quality of life is is so whatever we have right now, it is precious and it is for us to really yes. take and uh, um, and 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 embrace what we do what we do have. Um, I will say that I am fortunate that the people that th- those that are closest to me that did pass away did not pass away from covid i you know I, my my mom-in-law and my my dog they didn't die they didn't die from covid other people that i've known it's just sad to hear you know because of yeah. um but this is the reality of what this is a reminder for people to wake up and how precious this all is while we're here and like you said they go off and they're happy and they're okay. I know that my dog is fine. I know that my mom-in-law is fine. She lived, you know, 90, nearly 93 years, and she led a formidable life, and she did amazing things with her life. She did amazing things for gender studies and mathematics. She was a pioneer in her field as a professor of university. So I think that, you know, what you do while you're here matters. You know, and so I think we have to. So for you to be able to peacefully work and do the work that you do and be, you know, it it is no accident that you are where you are and have the comforts that you have where you are to be able to do this work. It has been made easier for you because I remember, you know, upon first getting to know you, that you were looking for your place, your space, your, you know, outlets and channels so that people, because you knew you had a purpose and you wanted to demonstrate that purpose to reach out to people who needed it, to need it, to who needed what you were right. serving. Right. And that's what you've been doing since I've known you and, and before, way before I knew you. And so it is no accident, dear Sheena, my friend, that you have been given the comfort of a space that you feel good in to be able to do what you're doing. That's no accident. I agree a hundred percent, my friend, and you are wonderful. And we are oh. totally out of time. Next time we're going to do this and play your music. Um, I'm excited for the people that love you to hear how beautifully eloquent you are on the show today. Um, where can people find you online? AdrianChristian.com. Simple as that. You can go to YouTube, Adrian Christian as well. Wonderful. And if you miss those links, you can find me at SheenaMetalSpiritual.com, and I can send you over any of the information you want, SheenaMetalSpiritual.com. Um, I want to thank Adrian Christian for being here. He's so wonderful. Um, and I want you all next time to seek peace, to live in love, to lead with kindness, to embrace unity, to always work to raise your vibration, and know that you are loved and you are loved. It's raising the vibration. 
on the Live Paranormal Radio Network. We're at LiveParanormal.com, iHeartRadio.com, and all the rest. And you know what? I'll see you next week. You take care of you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.